Welcome to the podcast for people with vision, low vision, and no vision. Vision Riff Podcast. It gives me a platform to serve you better, whether you are an eye care professional or an eye care patient. I'll riff on your frequently asked questions, your concerns, and my idiosyncrasies Tuesdays and Thursdays for approximately 15 minutes. With over 29 years of experience as an optician, educator, and low vision facilitator, I plan to give you useful information and at least one useful tip per episode. So, recorded live from Hawaii, enjoy my vision ref. Welcome to another episode of Vision Riff on Eyes. I'm going to riff today on I, E-Y-E, and I as in the letter I. I think in my introduction I said something about being in the industry for over 29 years. And the reality is I've been in the industry for over 39 years. So I ask you, quality or quantity? I know that I've been in the industry for a long time. I know what I've accomplished. I know that I've received a lot of certifications and I've achieved different benchmark accolades in my industry. Now, I did a lot of that within the first 29 years of being in the industry. And I've been in the industry for over 39 years. This podcast reflects a lot of different aspects of my experience in the industry and what I want to share with you. Today is going to be a different type of a podcast because it's going to take a, a shift in the perspective on how I'm actually doing the podcast. I live eyes, E-Y-E-S. I speak eyes, E-Y-E-S. I relate life to eyes, E-Y-E-S. And I see eyes, E-Y-E-S. I woke up this morning laughing because eyes are so much a part of my world. I don't even recognize when I'm speaking words that others don't know. And now I understand why people think I'm smart. But it's because I've lived in this world. I gave a presentation yesterday on macular degeneration, thinking I've clarified all of these basic terms and I really made it non-technical. One of the listeners asked me what one of the word combinations meant. This concept of not clarifying those terms that I just roll off my tongue gave me an aha moment. Majors have told me that my speech is too technical for the audience. And I get it now. I get it on a whole new level. I understand what they were saying because eyes, E-Y-E-S, are so much a part of my world that I needed to, I needed a reality check. I needed somebody, a professional and a non-professional. I needed different perspectives to let me know I am still being too technical. In your world, do you do that? I mean, it was so easy for me to, to think I was talking non-technical, and I really was. It was an interesting, interesting perspective. So now I get it. I attend seminars where I feel I should be getting the information, and it looks so easy, and it's not so easy to apply as it looks. I get it on a whole new level. Even though I'm making complex topics easy to understand, I need to break it down even further. Like learning a word to a song, or in my world, choreography to a dance. Breaking the steps down just to the basic elements. In dance, some instructors teach me the following. 
they say, yad, 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 da, 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 yad, da, 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 yad, da, 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 da. Okay, let's do it. No, 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 no. <laughs> or they go, one, two, three. One, two, three. Really? With both of those systems, can you dance? Well, I don't think so. I don't think so. Some people learn that way. And when I'm at a dance camp as an advanced dancer and somebody's doing a dance and they are teaching that way, I get it. I can follow it. I can learn it. But that is not normal. There's nothing normal about that unless a person is advanced enough to be able to do that. The reality is a beginner can't do it and people get frustrated and then they drop out. So for example, when I teach dance, let's say at the waltz, I say the lead person takes a step forward with their left foot. Next, brings the right foot forward to the left foot, only passes the left foot and takes the step to the right. The weight is now on the right foot, so the left foot moves forward to the right foot stepping down next to the right foot. The process is repeated in the other direction to complete the box-like figure. So continuing with the process, the weight shifts to the left foot, takes a step backward with the right foot, now brings the left foot back to say hello or kiss the right foot, but continues to the left where it places the step. Now the right foot moves to the left to finalize the step in the series. You've just been given a basic waltz box. Did I teach about up and down or, or when to pause or anything like that? No, I did not. I just went through basic footwork. When I teach the partners to follow, I grow through the same meticulous process beginning with the right foot stepping backward. Now that you've had a brief introduction on how I teach non-dancers the ultra basics of waltz, they are ready to have the time of their life at their wedding, right? No way. Reality check. It usually takes a few private lessons to get the individuals to do the step combinations and then to implement the steps just in general. The second reality check is the lead needs to learn how to turn the partner onto the arm turn the steps so they're not stepping in a little on a postage stamp. Third reality check is they need to practice the steps with music and they need to do it on their own and they need to practice together. And this, this is part of the process. And depending on their process is when I put in the choreography. Some couples they give me their music and I'm able to choreograph it so that on their second lesson we're already going through that. Hello, I have not been following my own formula. I've been practicing the basics of a new outline program because I've enrolled in, I've enrolled in too many programs. Uh, let's, let's say it as it is. So I've jumped from one philosophy to another. Sure, they overlap, but these philosophies overlap. And I've been stepping on my own feet during practice. My advice to myself, breathe. I'm no longer at correct and continue. I'm at pause and drink some water. This is what I know. As I shift my avatar or audience, target audience, I need to be clear who they are and use the appropriate language 
for them. I, I know this. This is something that many, many mentors preach and teach. This morning, I got that intellectually. I understand the concept of the avatar. I have the picture of my ideal client, yet I haven't practiced talking with that ideal client. I'm still talking a different language. Yeah? Uh, not, not really. I always have gotten just good enough to get by to complete the information enough to make the sale. When I was selling high-end eyewear in Waikiki, I knew one of the things that I needed to do was to learn Japanese because there's a lot of Japanese tourists that come into Waikiki. So I would practice, I would get my little recording of how to speak Japanese, I would play it in the car, going to work and home from work, and I would practice all day long, just different phrases and terms and feel comfortable with numbers. And I was able to make the sale. I was able to close a lot of different sales with tourists and was I speaking their language? Yes, and not really. I, I never ever got good enough to really do it on my own with confidence. And in actuality, I did what I, I preached. I asked a, a coworker to help me out to close a sale or to help me with clarifying information to that tourist so that I was able to close the sale or we would close the sale. Subject matter expert. I am a subject matter expert on optics and, and eye care sales and stuff like that. She's an expert in languages. Together, we were able to do what it takes to help service our client, customer, consumer. I wasn't doing this in my, in my own personal world. I wasn't reaching out in the right way. Sure, I was reaching out to different mentors. I have a lot of online programs that I'm participating in, but I'm kind of not doing what I was asking my dance students to do, which is practice. I was going through the lessons, doing all of that, and yet I've never become fluid enough to be where I want to be. So that's why this vision riff has shifted. I'm going back to the topic of eyes now. I can teach optics, eye care products, vision services, and the art of selling. I forgot how to teach the art of selling to myself in a language where the listeners can use that information. Stated differently, I'm going to refocus my teaching from an educator's perspective to a selling service perspective. When I teach dance, I'm not teaching steps. I'm teaching the wonderful feeling of joy while being the center of attention at a couple's first dance at their wedding. I'm teaching the comfort of knowing just enough for the couple to have the moment of their life. Is that all I have in my tool chest of steps? No, I performed I've, I've performed dances internationally on the Dorothy Chandler stage and, and I've had my own dance troupe. Same with eyes. I've achieved high certifications in contact lenses, participated in pre-launch studies, and I have presented optical educational programs to rooms of over 100 people. Okay, been there, done that, and now I'm breaking down the basics of the basics to a new audience. Do I mess up sometimes because I get too technical? Sure I do. Not on purpose, but because I'm still learning how to break down the concepts or terms 
even further. It's taken me a year to find my podcast voice. I'm envious that some people find their podcast voices right away. The reality is they did it on their timeline. Mine has taken longer. Do I like the fact that it's taken longer? Not really. I resent, I resented it for a while and I, I kept moving forward. Today, I get to reset my business. I'm still an eye care entrepreneur. I'm still a dancer. I'm still a multi-certified dispensing optician. What has changed? My perspective. Like one's perspective on their health after a heart attack. Are they the same person? Yes and no. I've been playing with the concept of changing one's perspective for years and now I'm implementing it with my own message. Until I hear otherwise, I'm going to continue to riff on vision from a visionary perspective because vision is more than eyesight. On that note, I sure hope you make it a great day. Aloha.